Welcome to the Wealthy Woman Podcast. You're here because you're a high-achieving woman that wants it all. The success, wealth, time freedom, and genuine joy in your life. Hi, I'm Lauren, and I'm here to tell you, you can. You can have it all. But what is true wealth? It's not just money and achievements because success without happiness and fulfillment isn't success at all. Here, we're going to have conversations about creating a beautiful life alongside the success that you're striving for. If you want to create long-lasting success that's fully in alignment with the life you desire to live by working less, making more, and stepping into the version of yourself you've always wanted to be, then you're in the right place. Let's roll into today's episode. Welcome back to the show. We are just clipping right along now. We are diving into identity today, which is module five of Unlock the Magic Within 2.0. And things are really going to start to build upon each other right now. But one thing that I love about the remaining modules is they can stand on their own. So what that means is you don't have to necessarily have listened to all of the previous modules of Unlock the Magic Within 2.0 to really get a lot out of the remaining modules. They can stand on their own. However, I would highly recommend (laughs) that you listen to all modules because that's how you're going to create the most change. That's how you're really going to create the most momentum. But if this is the first module that you've listened to, hello, welcome. I am so glad you're here. And this module on its own can be life-changing. Each of these modules moving forward, actually starting with module four, could change your life all on their own. They are full of incredible content, things that you probably have not heard before. If you have heard them before, hopefully listening to it again the way I say it helps you to pick up on something new, maybe just a tweak in how you're hearing it really creates that breakthrough for you. So I am so excited that you're here and I'm so excited today to be diving into identity because this is one of my absolute favorite, favorite, favorite things to talk about and the exercise that I'm going to be walking you through is... One of the most transformative exercises that I have done for myself in the last couple of years and I continue to do this exercise over and over and over again and I think you're going to understand why as we get going here. But before we dive into identity, I quickly want to talk about Spirit. So if you listen to module four, we talked about the hierarchy of change. And I'm just going to quickly recap that in case you didn't listen to module four. So the hierarchy of change is basically like the food pyramid. It looks like the food pyramid. And it's the most effective way to go about change. The top level is spirit. The second level is identity. The third level moving down is beliefs and values, which is your mindset. 
The fourth level is capabilities, which is your skills and knowledge. The fifth level, which is the second level from the bottom, is behaviors. This is actions, to-dos, habits, routines. And then the final level, which is the bottom level of the pyramid, is environment and results. And the way we create change is from the top down. We start at the top and we work our way down. And as we work down the levels, it creates a trickle down effect that causes change in the levels below it. So today we're going to really dive into identity, which is the second level from the top. But I do want to quickly talk about spirit, which is the top level. So spirit is your purpose. It is your reason for being here on planet Earth. What you believe your reason for being here is, it's like your bigger reason why. And when we tap into spirit, we're really leveraging something that's bigger than us. And when we do that, again, we're taking motivation and willpower out of the equation because we want to rely on motivation and willpower as little as possible since those things are fleeting. They come and they go. We're not always motivated. We don't always have willpower. So we don't want to fully rely on those things to create change. So if we can tap into and tie the change that we desire to create, the vision that we desire to move towards, the goals, the projects that we desire to accomplish, if we can tie those in to a bigger reason why, then we are tapping into and leveraging something that is so much larger than us and so much larger than some of the smaller, if you will, reasons as to why we desire to create that change. So I'm going to share some questions in the homework to help you connect to this and really dive into this. I'm not going to share them here on the episode. And that leads me to this. A lot of the identity questions that I want you to really sit down and think about and journal out, I'm not going to share in the episode and I'm going to share it in the homework. So you want to be subscribed to this podcast program. It is completely free. Subscribing is very easy. All you have to do is scroll down to the show notes, click the link, enter your name and email, and you will be subscribed. You are all done. Then what's going to happen is after each module drops, you will receive an email with the journal prompts, with the homework assignments, and especially when it comes to identity, this is where the magic happens. You really have to sit down and think about these questions and apply them to you, to yourself, to your particular situation, to your vision, to your goals that you have. So this episode is actually going to be shorter because the bulk of it is going to be you doing the work, you answering those questions. So subscribe to the podcast program and that is how you are going to get all of the identity questions. 
Okay, let's dive into identity. So as I mentioned, identity is the second level from the top in the hierarchy of change. It is directly below spirit. So what is identity? This is who we believe we are. On a basic level, your identity is who you believe you are. Think I am statements. Whatever follows I am is your identity. Think personality. Personality is part of your identity. And we will always act in congruence with who we believe we are. And so this is the first level where we really, really, really can create massive change. Because when you think about the pyramid, everything trickles down. And this is the second level. So everything trickles down from this. And every level below this has to be in alignment with this level. Everything below this, beliefs, values, capabilities, behaviors, environment, all of those things are always going to be in alignment with your identity, with who you believe you are because our brains cannot handle cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance is where there's a a misalignment between our identity and what we believe and our external environment, our brains cannot handle that. There has to be an alignment. So we want to start when thinking about creating change, when thinking about this vision that you have for 2023 and beyond, these goals that you have, we want to start at the identity level. So much of who we are is actually an unconscious conditioned program and it's based on whatever we were told as children how we were raised and our past experiences that is basically what makes up who we are an example of this is let's say you were constantly told as a child that you were shy something happened your parents noticed something and they started telling you you are shy. Or maybe they don't start telling you it directly, but they say, oh, she's shy. Oh, she's being shy. Oh, yep, so-and-so is shy. And because you are a walking subconscious mind from the ages of zero to seven, you literally just take in everything around you and you take it in as being complete truth. Your brain says, I am shy. So-and-so says I'm shy. I am shy. So-and-so says I'm shy. I am shy. And oftentimes there is so much repetition that we come to believe we are shy. What happens then? We act in accordance with whatever it is that we were told. So in this case, I believe I'm shy because my parents have said that I am shy over and over and over again. So I am going to act the way a shy person would act. Because I now act the way a shy person would act, my reality is going to reflect back to me the fact that I am shy, right? So people around me are going to 
treat me like I am shy because I am acting as if I'm shy. If you want to take this a step further to just to see how powerful this is, if you are truly if you truly believe you are shy as a child, you will never put yourself in situations that someone, a child who believes they are not shy, would put themselves in. So you probably aren't going to learn certain skills either, right? You might not be good at communicating with adults or communicating with your peers. You might not be very social. You might not develop certain skills like someone, like a child who believed that they were more outgoing would develop because you believe you're shy. This is so pervasive, these beliefs, and so many of them are planted when we are children from the ages of zero to seven. And so we just grow up believing that this is who we are. But is it really who we are? So are you really shy or were you just told you were shy for so long that you became shy? This is where things get kind of like mind-blowing and you really get to start questioning things. So are you really shy? If you were told as a child that you are not shy over and over and over again, like my daughter, my daughter is the least shy child that I have ever met, but I actually have been very conscious of what I tell my children they are because I understand this. When you understand this, you understand the power you have over your children, the power you have to help them create their identity. There's nothing wrong with being shy, right? I'm not saying that's like a really negative trait. I'm just saying that most likely whatever you tell your children they are is what they will become because they are a walking subconscious mind from the ages of zero to seven. My daughter happens to be the least shy child I've ever met and I say that all the time because she's just a little chatty Cathy. She will just talk to anyone and everyone and... Sometimes she has moments where she's quieter and she'll say, you know, oh, I'm shy. And I'm like, you are not shy. (laughs) You just are not shy. However, I kind of digressed. You are, you become what you believe you are. And a lot of times what you believe you are is based on what your parents told you you are. It also is based on how you were raised. So there are certain qualities in each family that are you're scolded for or you're punished for. And there are certain qualities that you're praised for. And these vary from family to family, right? So the qualities that you are scolded or punished for, you most likely will hide these qualities. You'll suppress these qualities. And the qualities that you are praised for as a child, you most likely will amplify those qualities. Why do we do that? It's actually a form of survival. So as children, we depend on our caregivers to keep us alive. And so if we're dependent on our caregivers and our caregivers are punishing us or scolding us for certain qualities in order to 
be loved, to continue to be loved by our caregivers, we're going to suppress those qualities. And we're going to bring forth the qualities that we are praised for. And so this is actually what creates our personality. And again, these can vary from family to family. Every family has their qualities that they scold their children for or punish their children for, and they have the qualities that they praise their children for. And it's it's just really mind-blowing to me to understand how our personalities are formed, how our identity is formed, and that all of these things contribute to that. And so we are literally shaping our children and we were shaped by our parents and our parents were shaped by their parents and so on and so on and so on. The last thing really is past experiences or the last thing I want to touch on. There are other things that help shape your identity as well, but the last thing I wanted to touch on is past experiences and the way that you acted, which anchors in certain qualities. So We have certain things that we experience and then the way that we act in those experiences can anchor in certain qualities, especially if those experiences are emotionally charged. So the way that things really stick in our subconscious mind is through emotion and repetition. So if something is repeated over and over and over and over again, it is going to become part of our identity. It's going to become a belief. And if we are in an experience or have an experience that is emotionally charged, most likely that is going to stick in our subconscious. So the most freeing thing to understand is that just because we have been a certain way doesn't mean that we have to continue being that way. Again, we get to ask ourselves, but are we really that way? Is that who we really are at our core? Or is it just who we have been conditioned to be? So as adults, we get to decide who we want to be. And we can change our identity. I hate it when I hear someone say, people don't change. Because people can change. Anybody can change. We can change our identity. We can become a different version of ourselves. We can learn new ways of being. And this is where real change begins. So you can become whoever you want to be. So if you can become whoever you want to be, And if you can change your identity, if your identity is malleable, if your current identity is actually just an unconscious conditioned program, that means that it's not technically who you actually are. It's not technically who you were always meant to be. So who do you desire to be? Who do you desire to be? If anything were possible, who would you be? 
I believe the wealthy woman makes self-care a top priority because she knows how she shows up in the world when she is feeling her best. And part of feeling her best is putting her best face forward, which means taking care of her skin. I know for me, when my skin isn't looking its best, when I have blemishes, I don't feel nearly as confident as I do when my skin is clear, clean, bright, and glowing. And that's actually why I switched to Dime. I had been seeing Dime all over the social medias for over a year and honestly, I thought that influencers were just getting paid to talk about how great these products were. But then my friend who is equally skeptical decided to give it a try actually to prove that it wasn't that great. And what happened was the exact opposite. She completely fell in love and became a raving fan of the Dime products. So I decided I had to give them a try because I was seriously struggling with my skin. I was having breakouts throughout the month, more breakouts than I had ever had before at 36 years old, and I was getting so frustrated. So I went all in, I ordered all of the products. Within a week of starting the Dime Regimen, my skin completely cleared up and it's remained clear for the last five months. I rarely get blemishes anymore. My skin feels so youthful, smooth, glowing, bright, and clean and I feel incredibly confident and beautiful. Because it has done such wonders for me and my skin, I decided I just have to share it with you because the wealthy woman feels gorgeous. She feels beautiful. She feels confident, and I know that clean, clear, bright, youthful skin contributes to that. So if you want to give Dime a try, scroll down, click the link in the show notes, and use the code Lauren underscore Francois 20 at checkout to receive 20% off your order. Again, that's Lauren underscore Francois 20 at checkout to receive 20% off your first order. I'll also include in the show notes my regimen, but I will tell you my favorite products are the Hyper Glow Serum, the Hyaluronic Acid Serum, and the Dewy Day Cream. Oh my gosh, they are so luxurious. They are so spectacular and you will not regret giving them a try. And I'm going to start asking you some questions that I want you to come back to and I really want you to think about and I really want you to journal out. And again, I'm not going to ask you all the questions here in this podcast. I'm going to send out more questions via email. So make sure you are subscribed to this program. So here are some questions I really want you to think about. What qualities do you admire in others? What qualities would you like to change about yourself? Are there certain qualities that you're like, "Ah, I don't really like that about myself. I would love that to change that about myself. What qualities would you like to adopt? An example of this is, At the beginning of 2021, I decided that I wanted to be more flexible and more adaptable. So I, through some self-reflection and identity work, discovered that I was a very rigid person. I was very inflexible. I have control freak tendencies. I like to be in control. I like routine. I like things to happen a certain way. And I didn't really realize this about myself until I had children. Until I had children and all of a sudden I was not fully in control of my time anymore. There were little people around 
And when something happened to my baby, it could completely throw off my routine and my day. And that really bothered me. That was something that was really, really, really hard for me. And so I came to realize that I was kind of a control freak and I really liked routine and I was very rigid. And so at the beginning of 2021, I had decided that I wanted to become more flexible and more adaptable. And so those were two qualities that I wanted to adopt. So the next question is, looking at your project board and the vision that you created, who is the woman who achieves these things? And that for me is where flexible and adaptable really came from. At the beginning of 2021, when I looked at my vision, when I looked at my goals and I asked myself, what is the identity of the woman who achieves these things? It became very clear to me that the woman who achieved the things I desired to achieve was more flexible and more adaptable. And so because we can become whoever we desire to be, I decided that I wanted to become more flexible and more adaptable. So who achieves the vision that you desire to have? Who achieves the goals that you desire to achieve? What identity achieves that. That's what we're going to be diving into with these questions. So think about the vision. Think about the goals. Think about the woman who achieves those. What does she believe to be true? What does she believe to be true? How does she show up? What skills and knowledge does she have? What does she do? Like, what does she do during the day? What actions does she take? So that is just a little bit of a teaser. We're going to dive in deeper in the journaling prompts that come in the email. But these are great questions to start with and great questions that I want you to start playing around with. Now, an easy place to begin identity work with are the following questions. How does she put herself together? What does she look like? What does she wear? Now, the reason these are a great place to begin is because when you answer these questions and you start making changes that are in alignment with your answers to these questions, you're actually going to be hacking your brain. So what happens when we start looking like the version of ourselves that we desire to be or our next level identity? We start putting ourselves together the way that she would. We start wearing the things she would wear. We do our hair the way she would do her hair. We are actually tricking our brains to believe that we are already her. So if we start to dress like she would and we start to look like she would, and by she, I mean our next level identity, when we look in the mirror, our brain sees her. And when our brain sees her, our brain thinks that we are already her. 
So if our brain thinks that we're already our next level identity based on what it sees looking back at it, it starts to act the way that she would act. It starts to feel the way that she would feel. And so we can use the way that our brains naturally work to our advantage. Our brains don't know real versus imagined. Did you know that? Our brains don't know real versus imagined, which is why when you think about like biting into a lemon, your mouth actually salivates. Because when you imagine something, your brain actually thinks that's real. This is also why visualization can be so powerful because when you visualize something, your brain thinks that that is actually happening. So when your brain sees the next level version of you staring back at it in the mirror, it thinks that you are already that person. And if you have ever played around with this, you know how powerful this is. I know for me, if I am wearing like sweats, if I have my hair thrown up, if I don't put any makeup on, I just feel really, really blah. And so I have made it a priority, even though I work from home, even though I'm at home most days, all day, every day alone, I have made it a priority to put myself together. I get up, I do my hair, I do my makeup, I put on real clothes because that is what the next level version of me does and that's what makes me feel my best. So I really want you guys to have fun with this. I want you to dive into this. I want you to play around with this. I want you to sit down and really think about the answers to these questions. And again, make sure you're enrolled in the program so you get all of the questions because there are more than the ones that I included in this episode. So just to recap, identity is the second level from the top in the hierarchy of change and this is where we can really start to focus to create massive change. Your current identity is most likely an unconscious conditioned program from your childhood. It's not actually who you really are. And you get to decide who you desire to be. You get to decide what kind of identity you want to have. We can change our identity. Any day, we can decide that we want to be different and we can change and you are fully in control of that. So who do you want to be? Who is this next level version of yourself? Who is the version of yourself that achieves the vision that you have, that achieves the goals that you have, that lives the kind of life that you desire to live? Who is she? That is the whole purpose of this exercise is to really tap into who she is is. So that is module five of Unlock the Magic Within 2.0 for you. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I want you to have fun with this. This should be a blast. I want you to feel so excited about doing this work, about figuring out who it is that you really want to be, knowing that you get to decide. You get to decide. I'm going to leave you with that. Next week for module six, we're going to dive in to 
how our thoughts actually create our reality. And I am so passionate about this topic. I cannot wait to share this with you. It is going to be incredible. So make sure you come back for module six. If you loved this episode, if you had breakthroughs, if your mind was just blown, I would be so appreciative if you shared this on Instagram. Share it on your stories. Tag me at Lauren underscore Francois and hit me up on Instagram or Telegram and let me know what your breakthroughs were, what you thought of this episode. If you've done identity work before, if this is brand new to you, I'd love to hear your answers to some of these questions. Let's chat. This podcast is amazing because I get to sit and talk to you, but I don't get to talk with you. So we can chat back and forth on Instagram or Telegram. If you're not familiar with Telegram, just scroll down to the show notes. Click the link that talks about Telegram. You can download the app. It's completely free. Subscribe to the Wealthy Woman channel and we can talk over there. I will see you at our next episode. Okay, you wealthy woman, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, please subscribe, share this with your friends, and leave me a review. Leaving a review is so simple, but I didn't know how to do it at the beginning either, so I'm going to walk you through it. All you have to do is whatever app you're listening to this podcast on, find this show, The Wealthy Woman, scroll down, you'll see stars, and with those stars, you can leave me a rating and review. I'd love you so much for taking the time to do this. In all honesty, the reviews are what help the podcast get into the hands of other women desiring to create true wealth and manifest their dream lives. Okay, I'll let you get back to your day. See you next time.